Welcome to the Magic on the Inside podcast by the Sisters Enchanted, where we chat magic, hot topics, personal development, and good old-fashioned life. Brew up something delicious and sit with us for a spell. Welcome to this episode of the Magic on the Inside podcast. I'm Sarah, your head magic maker at the Sisters Enchanted, where we aim to help women lean into their intuition, conjure more joy, and make everyday magic. And today, we are talking about working with the lunar cycles and why you need to start paying attention to them if you aren't already. And of course, I am joined by my real-life sister and co-founder, Anna, and we are so excited to bring you this topic. So sit back and listen in. Hello, my hello, hello, my sister. Yes, sister. So I predict that you are going to go into labor and have your baby. Anna's pregnant. She's having a baby anytime now, and I think that she's going to have her baby tomorrow. <laughs> That's been the running, Sarah's running guess, which would be a little early, but not unheard It would be, but. You know what's so funny? I was thinking about this yesterday that we have at Team TSE, Team Sisters Enchanted, we have like one of those office polls going about when Anna's going to have her baby. And I was thinking about, I was like, the stakes are really high here. It's not like your regular office poll because our office poll is between a bunch of people who pride themselves on being psychics and intuitives and witches. So <laughs> the person who is the, is accurate, like there's so much cred in that. <laughs> yeah, and I'm pretty sure, I don't even remember what day I said for myself. Like I kind of just like said it and then went with it because like, I have no idea what's happening. Like none I um spoiler alert it's a boy I really thought it was a girl he was a girl but he's not a girl he's a he of sorts and I was so wrong I had all the wrong like intuitive like thoughts yeah no I as an I'm I'm obviously not equipped to make this judgment. It is really funny because like I was just thinking about that and how it's just not your average office pool because you know. I didn't think of that. I was like somebody here is gonna like. (laughs) Or we're all wrong. (laughs) We're all wrong. wrong. Well when my I can say we're all too emotionally invested. (laughs) Yeah Kevin my husband his brother and sister-in-law my brother-in-law and sister-in-law, we were at their baby shower. This was a few years ago now. And their baby shower was in like, I don't remember, October or November or something. And their child was due to be born in late January. And we were watching them open gifts. And it was like clear as day. I just heard in my mind that baby will be here on Christmas. And we left and I looked at Kevin and I was like, I heard a message. I've received a message. <laughs> the baby's going to be born on Christmas. And so, of course, um, he trusts me, my intuition, and, and all that stuff. But, you know, you tell a person who's not, like, psychically intuitive and, and all these, and they just kind of are like, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll see how that works out. And sure enough, she ended up having, it was, like, weeks or a month later, um, like, medical complications that weren't, like, life-threatening, but just some things to look at. And they said that we are going to induce you on Christmas. Like that's the latest we're willing to keep the baby into is until Christmas. And so they induced her on Christmas. And I was like, yeah, 
I told you that <laughs> the baby, and then he actually was born the next day. He was born the 26th. So I guess I was kind of wrong, but I knew I heard it clear as day. Well, what's interesting is that I keep asking you about how you've picked the seventh and you won't tell me. I don't know. I just knew. I just said October 7th. So no, no divine whispers. And then I woke up last night in a panic thinking that you're going to go into labor overnight tonight and no one's going to answer your phone calls and not have a way to, cause your, your son, Jacob, your, your like earth side son right now will need a place to go. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's going to go into labor tomorrow night and everyone's going to be asleep like overnight and no one's going to answer their phone. And I couldn't go back to sleep. I was like, we need a plan. There needs to be a plan. I need to leave a key. She needs to let him in, tell him to go get up on the top bunk in the kid's room and go to sleep there. And I just couldn't sleep over. I woke up out of a dead sleep thinking about how you were going to go into labor tonight. And so we'll see, maybe I'm, you guys will know by the time, actually, yeah. When this comes out, Anna will either. You won't come out. <laughs> yeah, because Anna will be in labor when this is due to be published. <laughs> and Anna publishes them. Maybe I should get them all lined up. Maybe, anyway. With the, with the bones. Not what we're, we're not here to talk about your having a baby, but I do predict tomorrow. And if I'm wrong, everybody will know. Everybody will be asking, like, did Anna have a baby? Was Sarah accurate or was she not accurate? I can also post it late tonight. That's also an option. You could. Whatever you want to do. Anyway, lunar cycles. Speaking of time and when things might happen, I'm going to draw a connection here to make it make sense into lunar cycles. I'm ready. <laughs> I don't know what that connection is going to be. Actually, what is, what's the moon in right now? I'm going to look. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. And the moon is in Gemini. Gemini. And it's in Gemini tomorrow. Which would be funny because Jacob's a Gemini moon. Oh my goodness, you're having a baby tomorrow. I'm totally right. <laughs> um, <laughs> so <laughs> you're going to have a Gemini moon baby. Anyway uh maybe maybe not lunar oh, what otherwise we're talking about moon cycles because i know that a lot of times full moons and new moons that's a, a thing that happens a lot otherwise we have a new moon on the 16th yeah true true that home slice okay lunar cycles lunar why cycles. you need to work with lunar cycles i hope you can't hear my dishwasher i cannot <laughs> <laughs> why you need to work with lunar cycles so lunar cycles and and solar cycles um are two different sorts of things the calendar that we work with is solar in nature and when we look at lunar versus solar we're looking at active versus passive outward versus inward and i think that we really need to incorporate uh, kind of both of these into our everyday because we have to be both active and passive, right? Um, and working with lunar cycles, I think is such an interesting thing to do because it really shakes up our notion of time and space and how we relate to time, particularly in a world where we're like always going, going, going. I know that I can relate to that. Uh, and having the opportunity to slow down and shake things up can be really important. 
Now, depending how you work with lunar cycles and track those or schedule your life by them, you can really shake things up. If you set your lunar, your month, like your calendar month to start at a new moon, we actually have a free printable that we'll be sure to link with this podcast. Um, but it is, it's just that it's like a regular calendar, but it starts at a new moon instead of the first of a month. And that will really just like mess with your mind and recalibrate your whole situation and relationship to time because your calendar looks different than everybody else's. <laughs> You're like, it's the first of the month. What? It's a new moon. What are you talking about? Um, and you really start to adjust how you're just looking at your relationship to what's going on around you differently. So when we look at lunar versus solar, lunar, it's your, how you want to feel, how you want to be, it's visioning, it's intention, creation, release. It's, it's more uh, just emotionally focused. Whereas solar is really your to-do list items. Like you have to go to the bank, you have to go grocery shopping, you have to go to work you, you know, yada, 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 what you have to do. And lunar is kind of the why behind that. What's the reason? So if you're a person in particular who struggles with follow through or figuring out what you want to do, working with lunar cycles can be so, so helpful um, because you not only have the thing you need to do, but why you need to do it. And if you can't find a good why, or that's not in alignment with some larger intention, you're not going to, that solar part, it's not going to fall in place with you. So working together with the lunar and solar is so powerful. Now that I've spieled and I've word vomited on everybody, Anna, <laughs> Anna, what is, what do you think? Like how has working with lunar cycles, because I know that um, you do this also, how has just paying attention to the moon, lunar cycles, what's going on? in terms of setting intentions based on feeling where you want to be, how have you noticed that that has impacted your life? Well, Sarah, <laughs> I feel like I should have looked at my lunar calendar before doing this so that I could give you adequate feedback as to my lunar cycles and how I feel, um, which you might remember because off the top of your head when I speak to it, what it is. But I think it's interesting that Sarah and I, Believe, I believe this to be true, that Sarah and I have found that we are more productive on opposite ends of the lunar cycle. Wasn't that something we've discovered? Yeah. Like one of us is like really super productive during the new moon time and the other one of us is really super productive during the full moon time. Yeah. And, um, and it helps like me to know, because I was also tracking like uh, Jacob alongside with it as well. And it helped me to know like what times, like what zodiac signs the moon were in that like we did not strive in and like we were not like living in our best life <laughs> in. Um, and knowing that I was tired a lot of certain times of the lunar cycle and more awake during others. And I apologize because I am super duper scrambled egg brained. And because you're having a baby overnight tonight, like I predicted. I will say that my lunar tracking has not been as strong in these last couple of months just because, you know. Pregnancy brain. Yeah, and like getting out of bed is just hard these days. Um, but it did really help me like note when, like somebody in my family was struggling because I definitely, I, I journaled more about myself during the lunar cycles. And I also pulled, you know, like a card to start each cycle, but I made like bullet notes of other people's in my household about like what like, like their general demeanor was. 
So like in my household, I'm an earth sign and my chart is heavily influenced by earth. And <clears throat> my son's a water sign. And, um, and uh, my husband's an air sign. So it was always really interesting to have like bullet notes of like who was thriving during what time. Um, I should probably also do one. I should add you to my list, Sarah. <laughs> so I can compare and contrast like how we're doing during certain cycles. Because that could be a really, really interesting thing. Because if we're like, wow, during like what we're in a, an Aries lunar cycle right now. That yeah. We could say like you're really on fire during an Aries lunar cycle and maybe I'm not. And we would know like where to push and go, you know, like where to push yeah. and shove, where to not. That could be really helpful in a well, small business environment. <laughs> it is true that I have found what's interesting about lunar cycles is that, and even we teach it in our holistic witchery program, we teach all about the moon, right? And creating with the moon. But it's not until you start to work with lunar cycles and track them on your own end that you really see your relationship. And what kind of bugs me about lunar cycle work in general is this, well, pretty much everything. This is what bugs me about everything is that it's often a one size fits all that you're being taught, right? That like the new moon is for this, the full moon is for this. And like that is largely the collective energy. And over time, that's what, that's what we see. And there's science, like you can see so many studies in science around lunar cycles too. And it's a really cool topic to dive into, but not everybody aligns that way. So for me, for example, the new moon, it's this intention setting time, right? It's this like, uh, it's this, it's, a, it's actually an act, the act of setting intentions is active. So that's actually an active phase, which is contrary to what most people would assume. Um, and then the waning half, which is the full moon to the new moon, this is this rest time where we rest and recalibrate. And me personally, as a very active, like solar sort of person, that two weeks, as Anna was, um, Anna was uh, mentioning, I am not my best self in a new mood. <laughs> I'm just not. When I struggle the most emotionally and just like getting the gumption to get up and do something is at a new moon and the, the days preceding it. Whereas um, in like that rest period for me, it's very stressful. And, and it, like me trying to lean into that rest, it's, does not really serve me in a lot of ways. I mean, I do need to rest, of course, but this idea of just like leaning back and reflecting it, I don't know, something about it just messes with my mind. I'm not my best self, but I work better during the waxing half, which a lot of people do. So that probably does make sense. But the new moon thing for me just does not line up. And for Anna though, I think she's the opposite. Like she is her best self during that passive time, which is interesting because I'm not. So we complement each other in that way. And the other thing that I get bugged about when people teach lunar phases, and it's very prescriptive, like you must do this at this time, you must do this, do this at this time, starting to do lunar tracking can be so helpful because you'll actually see where your energy is in resistance to the lunar cycle. So what do I mean by that? Now, if you are a person who still menstruates, is menstruating or what, you know, whatever that looks like for you you might not have a cycle that lines up with the moon. So during your cycle, you also have four kind of units of time, just like a lunar cycle does. But if you don't have those energetic cycles, those like, look at me, I'm shining my light cycles the same time as the moon does, you might be in resistance to that moon phase. So if everybody around you is like the first quarter moon, it's an active time and it's, 
it's so, it's so great. And you should be active right now. Right. But in your, your hormonal cycle, you're in a passive time. That is not, that's probably not going to jive with you, but you don't uh, realize that unless you're doing cycle tracking, um, which I have found to be the case because my menstrual cycle, my hormonal cycle, well, one, I breastfed for a bajillion years straight. It, it felt like, so like it was all over the place anyway, and then, um, or non-existent. And when I do have it now consistently, it's every 26 days. So my cycle shorter than a lunar cycle. So it, mine's constantly changing. Like every few months, you know, it, it'll eventually line up with a new moon. Then it eventually lines up with a full moon and it's constantly different because those days don't line up. So looking at my personal inward cycle versus what's happening externally has with the moon has been really helpful to me to see like, okay, so it's the full moon and everybody's like, you need to release and manifest and have a full moon party. But I'm in the like sleepy groggy state, you know, that's, that's not going to, it's not going to jive. So why try to force myself to do something that's not going to work for me? Um, and yeah, anyway, but you don't know that if you're not looking at lunar cycles and working with them. Right. I find too that I, I get my most like moon phase momentum, like new moon momentum, like not always on the day of the new moon. It's yeah. like in the day after or the day after that, like two days after that I have like that upward swing of like, upward swinginess <laughs> which makes sense because that's when you're getting into the first quarter moon eventually like after mm -hmm. about seven days and that's a really active time um yeah i'm always crabby around a new moon always like the three four days around a new moon just is not my shining moment <laughs> in a lunar cycle <laughs> i should put that in my email be like in my autoresponder like it's a new moon please please don't expect a response from me <laughs> I'm trying to be my best self. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not here right now while the moon is being new. I'm, <laughs> I am withdrawing. <laughs> Thank out of you. Office. Um, so I cannot respond to you in a not nice way. <laughs> no, I, there's a lot to be said with what you have had to say, because I know that in, um, you know, a community like ours where a lot of people, especially when they're first signing on that they're like, oh no, I missed the full moon, or oh no, I missed the new moon, and that it's like, they really stress out about missing it, um, and to know, you know, that it's not kind of one size fits all, and it's okay to miss it, and not be like in that present moment, if you, if you make it, and you always do, that's great too, but like, I was a lot like you, in the sense that like, I never lined up with any kind of traditional cycle, or didn't feel like, the moon phase suited me in the way that it did everybody else because everybody's not the same and everybody we say this a lot too that if you look at your own astrology chart and like where the moon is in your chart mm -hmm. during the cycle you know that we're not all the same you know yeah. so even though like sarah's a sagittarius and i'm a virgo but say we were both sagittariuses like that doesn't mean that our moon is the same right. you know or that our moons are going to react the same even if we both have the same moon sign that doesn't mean that so it is really important to to take note and track and like I said like I would track myself more like I'm a journaler so I would journal myself and then I would like bullet note other things um for other like 
surrounding energies in my house, other people, other things, so that I could like really pay attention to what that looks like because we're not all the same and we're all different. And yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. So you lunar tracking, I think that it can really help you to reimagine time help you to see how you relate to the world around you, the energy around you, your own energy, help you with goal setting and intention setting and planning for a future. So if it's not something that you're doing, totally get into it. And you don't need to know all the ins and outs about the moon to do the tracking sort of work, or even just planning by the moon, like those first two weeks of a lunar cycle with the waxing half. Typically that's great for big projects, active sort of stuff, right? Where those last two weeks, you're, it's more passive. It's releasing, letting go. Um, and just planning your, your life in, in, in a better way, you know, with that in mind, I think can be really helpful. So we have our free calendar, which has the new moon and the full moon on it. And then we also have a post it down to make sure that it gets into the podcast notes. Yes. We also have, um, a small, uh, a course. Um, it's, it's like a class. I don't really call it a course. It's like, um, in a, a printable living your lunar year. And it's a year's worth of, uh, like a notebook that you can print out on your own and do lunar work for a whole year. And we just revamped it for 2021 and added some really cool new sheets, uh, and made the process of intention setting every month even better. So that's something that's to check out. I use. Yeah, I have and the new Sarah one. Sarah uses. You haven't really, you haven't, I haven't even seen you in person to see the new one. No. I was just okay, sitting added. here earlier trying to find the one that I had used previously. And it's apparently not on my desk, which means that it's somewhere else where I've obviously written it in it somewhere else. The new one, I added these pages where you can actually plan like per the different quarters of the, the cycle. And then there's this page where you can make like list form planning for the days in the cycle. That's Ooh. fancy. I know. Uh, I like those thing? banners. Yeah. Those are yeah. new. I haven't even seen it. No, I haven't. It's I mean, so I saw fresh. it in digital form. It's so fresh and so clean, clean. And there's this page for intention setting and then the spot to break it down. Anyway. I like those intention setting blocks. Actually, I know that you probably, this is not how you have, this is the great thing about actually this living your lunar year, this workbook that you're just showing is that again, just like the lunar cycles, like there's no wrong way to do it. Yeah, for sure. And you, those are like little rectangles you have in there, but I could see um, you using those little squares as like a tarot oracle card pull where you can like web off of them intention ideas um, and using the square as like the card that you pulled and like writing in a bubble around them to help you with like your intention setting for like what you did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So much good stuff. I like to do that. So much good stuff. I'm excited. I gotta get my copy for this year. Yes. Oh, I have them on order for you. Woo! Yep. Anyways. All right. <laughs> well. We're like shiny new paper. I know. Well, let's see if Anna has a baby tonight, tomorrow. We'll keep everyone in touch in the circle, in the loop. I am going to go have a big glass of water and maybe a supplemental snack. All right. Sounds good.
Okay. Well, thank you for chatting with me. <laughs> I'm sorry that I feel like I'm so just not participating. <laughs> okay. You're having right. a baby. Anytime yes. now, according to me, in the office pool. All right. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening into this episode of the Magic on the Inside podcast. Be sure to check us out at thesistersenchanted.com to find the show notes for this podcast and all of the links to the calendar and the Living Your Lunar Year class and anything else you want to find. Tons of good stuff over on our blog. And follow us on social media. Give us a review on Apple Podcasts so we can help get this out to more people. And until next time, I hope that you have an enchanted rest of your day ahead.